All right. Hello, everyone. This is Donovan LaCroixy. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Hip Hop R&B and Let's Talk What's Going On in the Community. Debuting over the phone with me on this podcast, I've got rapper Spitty. What's up, brother? Hey, Donovan. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate no, it. No problem. Well, you are now a friend of this show. Do you want to, ex- to explain to the listeners who you are and where you're from? For sure, man. My name's Spitty, S-P-I-T-T-Y, you know, at Spitty95 on Instagram and all that. I'm from Branson. I'm a rapper, man. MC, lyricist. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And you are killing them with the bars. Tell us how you came up with the name Spitty, because there are global listeners listening, and they're want to know, Spit who? Man, like, when I was when I was first starting up in, in high school and all that, I felt like, um, I had to make it super obvious that I was trying to be a rapper, so I, I was like, what's the most rapper-like name I could come up with? And uh, obviously, you know, I spit bars, everyone's in a spit bars, so I had to just go with the name Spitty, you know, it just came naturally to me like that. Mm-hmm. And it does come naturally, and music in 2020, okay, Spitty, I'll tell you, you are dropping singles, but brother, where's the album? Yeah, man, no, the album, like, honestly, like, the rollout was there, we were all ready, we're, I've been cooking up all the tracks, but like, just with with quarantine and the virus and everything like that, I can't I can't put out the, the project the way I want to with doing shows and listening parties and the size and like the atmosphere that I want to create. So I'd rather hold off and make sure I can set the vibe right when um you know when everything's safe and when people are when everything's more open and things like that. So the the music's actually pretty much like done or being close to done, but I'm just holding off so I can I can release it properly and make sure it's it's heard the way it should be heard. You know. But you got the singles, you got a better place, your recent single. You want to talk about that because you love to talk about, well, right now you got to talk about what the people kind of want to hear. It's not about sex. It's not about drugs. It's not about the threesomes. It's about just focusing, getting our minds right, and actually about Black Lives Matter, too. What are your thoughts on that? Of course, man. And for me, honestly, like, that's the, that's the hip-hop I grew up on and that I always liked the most, you know, listening to artists like Lupe Fiasco or Jay-Z or Most Def telling me, teaching me about things that I've never experienced or never been a part of and getting these different perspectives, like, uh, from the States or even a global perspective. So um, that's the hip-hop I grew up on and I've always wanted to create. So a better place for me was just natural, man. That's my newest single. I actually... Um, I actually wrote it and like started that song way back in, in November last year because the reality is is like these things happen all the time, you know. It's not like it's not like it's just happening now. It's it's an everyday occurrence, an every year occurrence. Nothing's um nothing's new under the sun, you know what I mean? If anything we are getting towards that better place and that's that's really the idea of the song. It's like um, me on the verses, um I'm detailing all the the horrors, the tragedies, the struggles that people deal with from everywhere, from right here in Brampton, Toronto, wherever you are, all the way to um, places in Africa and, and Asia. I'm, I'm detailing and touching on all sorts of topics because I really wanted to, to bring home the fact that that um, we're all humans and we're all in this together. And then my boy Fabian came in on the hook and he just laid like the most like soulful hook. I think that kind of like brings everything together. Like, yeah, you know, there are struggles, there are problems with the world, but ultimately where if we if we move with love and we move with peace and positivity we're gonna reach a better place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what do you say to people like they're saying that well we've heard these messages before what do you say to them i think 
I think, of course, you know, if you're if you're in it and you're with the cause and things like that, yeah, maybe you've heard the messages before. But there's first of all, there's always people who actually haven't heard the message who haven't actually really listened to. You know, sometimes you hear something but you aren't really listening. Like it just goes in one ear out the other. So you got to try different mediums to get the message across, whether that be through music or through visual art or through comedy or anything. Right? There's different ways of of um, passing along education and knowledge than just through a book or, or an article in some ways kind of resonate and stick with different people better. So I think I think there's never really a problem with, with talking about the right things, like even if it does seem repetitive to some people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now what's your stance on Black Lives Matter and the virus? Because that's what people are talking about, minus Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, leaving um <laughs> leaving entanglements aside for sure. Um you know, I think I think uh, like I'm saying, like I wrote a better place back in November because these things happening all the time, like uh police brutality and all these things are nothing new, you know, so I think people maybe are more focused or maybe there's a more hyper-awareness because of the other uh, thing topic you mentioned, which is the virus, which, which kind of forced people to sit at home and have all this free time and reflect um, not only on their, on their personal being, but also on the being and the, the environment around them. So it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like sometimes, sometimes you need a slap in the face to really, to really wake up and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about losing your fans sometimes? Because sometimes they might say, well, you haven't experienced much per- police brutality. Are you kind of worried about artists that kind of can't relate? Are you worried about that or not really? Right, like, yes, yeah, so I've had people, like, comment that for sure. Like, not people, like, I really know who are, who are actually fans. It's kind of the people that pass by and see you just one time. But to me, it's like, you don't necessarily have to go through um, that event specifically yourself to like empathize with other people, you know, I can, I can, um, live the story to other people cause I can see, it, I can witness it. We have all this information out there. So it's like, for me, I, I don't really feel, um, separate from it, you know, like as a person, I could feel pain, like through, through anyone else's pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're not worried about, oh my goodness, I'm going to lose my fans if I don't talk about the drugs or I don't talk about the street life soon. Are you worried or you're not really worried today? No, I wouldn't say I'm worried because, like, I, I also personally, like, I don't really need to, like, to pander to anything. Like, that's not really my style to, like, hop on what's trendy. Like, um, I, I never made a better place to, like, make it, like, some sort of timely song because all these things are happening. It's more like these things are happening, and I already had this song that was already planning to be released. So it's just, that's just, just coincidental, and that just shows that, like, the um, the topics that I'm touching on or the the, uh, the themes that I want to speak on are relevant, like, all the time, you know? It's not, it's not really going to be trendy, and I think that's what makes music timeless is where like you could listen back to this in one year five years and not be like oh like that was just for the moment now this is for forever Mm -hmm. now listeners speedy also talks about the government too so speedy's not very afraid to get his hands dirty and talk about the government you want to talk about the last single before a better place it came out in may what's that one called oh money talk yeah money talk yes you want to talk about that Man, so, I mean, Money Talk's a really layered song because, like, on the surface level, it's just a fun, like, it's like a fun bop, you know, you can just bounce around to it, Money Talk and Money Go, I can't let that money go, you know? But, like, um, underneath, when you really, like, look into the lyrics and really listen to what I'm saying, it's, like, it's it's more, um, 
it's more like an analysis piece, almost like a satire on this hyper-consumer capitalist culture we're all kind of um, almost forced into once you're born. You know, if you live in this world, it's hard to live apart from it because all the resources and everything that's natural has been turned into a commodity that we're forced to, like, um, buy into. So you either, like, are with the system or you kind of die. So mm -hmm. Money Talk is Money Talk is really a song saying, like, you know, that's, that's the society we live in. Like, um, what are we going to do about it? It's true, and our young people are in that system where the materials they think make them who they are, and to be a capital, be in a capitalistic society, you have to go with the Joneses. What are your thoughts again on that? You know, I think I think honestly, like unfortunately, you kind of have to play the system to beat the system. You know, if you want to, if you want to beat capitalism, ultimately. Ultimately, you need capital to like sustain your own, and then you can create maybe your own programs or things like that that slowly help to um, um, equalize the playing field, if you will. So, I think I think you have to do your part. Like for me, as, as an artist, you know, I understand that if I really want to be um, successful and, and live solely off music, I have to make money off of it because that's how we we trade goods around here. So. Uh, I think you have to you have to play the system, but once you can kind of establish yourself, you can look around and see like how can I give back? How can I help other people kind of not be so trapped in the system and maybe feel a little free out of it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do you want to say to rappers that are trapped in the system? You know, it's hard. Like like you said before, like uh, speaking on like me not having experience with police brutality or things like that. Like I haven't necessarily experienced the um, experience that some of these other rappers have, so I can't really put myself all the way in their shoes and I know sometimes like um it's hard to it's hard to break the cycle especially when that's all you know so it, it's not really my place to like directly like speak on things like that like I don't want to be like a like um like Ross for example and like berate people because I don't think that's necessarily the right way to go about change if that's really what you're trying to do if you just want to like school people then fine but like if you actually want to improve what you're trying to like show to the world, then I think you got to kind of do it naturally, do it gradually. And if you, if you stay true to your person and you put that energy out there, like it, it'll spread like on its own just by people seeing you and being aware of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Spitty, are you worried about culture backlash too? Because we do talk race here and you're, you're of an Indian background. Do you worry about your race sometimes as a rapper that you would receive backlash from other communities? Mm, yeah, so I, I think I, I would feel like that if I felt like I was being inauthentic. But um, if you listen to my music, it's never really, like, I'm never really fun on anything. Like, everything I say is, like, true to me. I never really try to flex beyond my own means. So I don't think um, hip-hop is inauthentic to me. And, like, I've been a fan of hip-hop. I'm a hip-hop head since, like, a very young age, since I was six or seven, listening to, like, Eminem and Nas and 50 Cent and all that. So... Like, for me, it's like I grew up in hip-hop, and I don't feel outside of it at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I do see, and this is how I see you, I do see you ciphering a lot, and you do cipher, by the way, and that's a good step because I do see you having a ticket to the BET Hip Hop Awards doing a cipher. I don't know that can't get out of my mind, Spitty. And you've been to the studio where I did the radio station at, and I said it, and I'm going to say it again. I do see you going places. So what do you want to say to that? Man, that would be incredible. Honestly, like, I've been watching those... um 
for DC Cyphers for like a decade now, mm-hmm. and that would be like a that'd be a dream come true if I could actually like be on one of those cyphers. You know, that's like that's like the elite level of MCs, and they're all up on that. So that's a, that's a goal for sure. But listeners, Speedy is not Speedy. Don't mistake Speedy because Speedy can rap, and I'm telling you, if there's a beef, he's going to break your nose. He's gonna break it down. <laughs> Trust me. So don't mess, don't mess with him. If you're looking for B, this is not your person. You just say, oh, he's a punk. He can't. Trust me. You hear him when he goes really fast. Like, how do you get the energy to go that fast in your own? Sometimes it's like something's just coming out of you when I'm listening to you. When I'm listening to you, it's like you're in you're in another you're in a you're at another level like if i was a rapper i could not Mm-mm, i couldn't go so how do you get so fast like that man you gotta you just gotta sit there you gotta align the mind body and soul you know really meditate and just be one with the lyrics like <laughs> like okay but in all honesty like if you like really embody the lyrics and you like know it internally, then it just kind of comes out naturally for you. And like you find the pockets where you can fit that breath in to the point where like the listener might not even really like notice I'm taking a breath because it's so like subtle. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of flows naturally. And I think it's all practice, man. Like when I started out, I couldn't keep up with flow for the sake of me. And like now, you know, now you can hear it. You can see the proofs in the pudding. So mm-hmm. it's definitely just practice makes perfect. You know, uh, Alan Iverson, maybe you didn't want to practice, but I, I need to practice. So I'm practicing. No, Speedy, man, those, those lyrics just like, you know, and when you're done, it's like somebody was murdered. That's how I feel. Like somebody just got murdered when you're, when you're done. And those ciphers, you're going off, man. And I like that you took the Jack Harlow, what's poppin', and did your cipher on that. But can I ask you this? Why is it some of you rappers that are not, you know, billboard rappers yet, how come some of you do it even better than the rappers that have those singles out? Yeah, man, I, I, <laughs> I think, uh, well, at least for what's popping, I think it's easier to remix it and do, like, the flow. Maybe, like, for Jack Harlow, if he didn't keep it, like, simple, it wouldn't have popped off as much. You know, it's hard to really say. Sometimes, like, the intricacies kind of go over people's heads, too. Like, you kind of got to keep it simple sometimes. But, um... Man, like, you know, we're all just trying to come up, you know. You never really know who's going to pop off. I can't hate on the next man popping off, so I'm just going to keep grinding and see see where it takes me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and shout out to Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow, Spitty did a cypher on you. Man, it was good. I'm not saying, yeah, your, up, song, uh, I'm not saying your song isn't good, Jack, but you need to hear Spitty's <laughs> What's Poppin', and trust me, that you'd, you'd call him up saying, Spitty, let's do something together. Yeah, man, I was a, I was a couple weeks late on the remix they had with the baby and Tori and uh, Wayne. I should have been on that. Yeah, you should have been on that. Well, that's okay. You <laughs> can do a third, third remix and then add all of them off, and you can do a speedy remix. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard Justin Bieber did a verse too, so maybe I can get on that one. You know, in the Canada edition. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I do like I said again. I do see you going places. Uh, what do you want to tell your peoples? What do you want to tell the people in your city? And what do you want to tell across the globe with all that's going on? And people can't digest music. And I know, like you're saying right now, you're not releasing the album as yet. But what do you just want to tell the fans? Man, um, on, a, on a personal level, you know, I would like to say thank you to anyone who's supported me thus far. Uh, it's been a long journey and I got a long way to go. You know, like Donovan said, 
album's gonna come out. It's gonna come out next year. Don't worry about that. It will come out as soon as it can. But I gotta make sure everything's right. Until then, I got a lot more singles coming out, a lot more music, you know, a lot more freestyles. Follow me on Instagram, Spitty95, Spotify, all that stuff. But on a, on a global scale and with just the current times and just life in general, you know, I think it's important to I think it's important to have conversations, real conversations where you really listen to the people and, and articulate your thoughts and can see perspective and understand, you know, that we are all people and it's like we've all learned and grown up in different environments and we can't change that. We can't change the past, but we can change the future. So let's let's work, let's be, let's build and let's strive to get to a better place. Um, that's not just a song. It's like it's really like it's really like a, a mantra. You know, I've been seeing like a lot of people saying that even before the song was out. Like just online, I've been seeing that phrase kind of pop up, especially recently, with just people saying like, hopefully we can get to a better place. Especially with the way the year is going, it feels like every month, every week, it just gets worse and worse and worse, and there's like no end to this this ski hill. So um, even if you are in a valley, like that valley will hopefully end and will come back, rise up, and, and get to that better place. Yes. And listeners, it's not going to be forever, but we are, we're in that better place. And it's a very nice song. Again, it's not about the current trends. Are you going to give us maybe a single in a few months about the current stuff? And like we said earlier, it doesn't always have to be the current. We don't want to sell you out. But are you going to kind of play around with a different type of sound in a few months or stick to what you know? Yeah, man, that, uh, no, that's a good point, and, and for me, it's like, I'm always working, and I have, like, almost like a backlog that's strong, so, like, a lot of the stuff that comes out is actually seven, eight, uh, any, a better place is basically nine months in the works, Money Talk was, like, a year, uh, a lot of these songs are pretty old, I haven't even really released anything that I've, like, physically recorded this year yet, um, it's coming up soon, so, so, in that sense, I, I might fall behind, it, maybe with the trends, but I think, uh, the way that I kind of do my lyrics and things like that anyways, it's more subtle, it's more symbolic and metaphorical to the point where it can relate to many different um, specific situations. So, so yeah, I'm not too worried about missing out on a trend because I think the, uh, the story and the message will always be important, and uh, I will definitely speak on, on the current events that are coming up. And I've been speaking on them through the freestyle so I can stay current with it. For example, um, the What's Poppin', I had a few bars in there, but more specifically, I did one uh, over the uh, story of OJ by Jay-Z, and I called it the story of PIC, the prison industrial complex. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, I was actually born in, in Jacksonville, Florida. I've lived in Brampton, Canada since I was like four, but like I have the dual citizenship and I have a lot of family, so I have a lot of um, relations and experience living, uh, living and dealing with uh, the United States. And maybe it's—I it's, mean, we know it's bad here too, but maybe it's worse there. So I spoke on it from that perspective, especially with their privatized prison system, and kind of highlighted um, all the corruption that go on with with the economy when you're when you're turning human capital into like profit. Uh, so that's, that's one example. I had another one called uh, Over Macmillan's Rain Beat, which was more very specifically uh, around the George Floyd incident. Um, but yeah, man, like, that's, that's just me naturally. Like, if I see something, I need to speak on it, I'm going to speak on it the best way I can. But I always want to make sure also that my music is delivered in, in the right way and make sure I'm building records also as an artist. So it's, it's a balance of those two things, I would say. It's a balance, but, but you're getting into some heavy, hardcore stuff when we talk about the prison system. You know that, right? Yeah, man. But like, like, see, like, I, I ain't too worried about that. Like, I'd rather just get the message out. You know, like, I grew up on on Tupac and things like that. Like, you know, you gotta speak your mind. Can't be worried about the backlash after that. 
No, no, no. I hear. Would you go back to the States and live or no? I mean, like, it, from an artist perspective, like, you know, there's only so many cities you could really tour in Canada. So if you want to make money, you got to go elsewhere, whether that be Europe or the States or wherever. So I would definitely see myself, you know, if I become a successful artist where I can tour things like that, I would definitely see myself spending a lot of time there and would have no problem um, living there. You know, I, I know things are very, like, uh, you could be in one city and not have any problems at all and be in another city and, and really see the segregation and the problems. So, like, it really depends where you live there also. But, yeah, I could see myself living there, but preferably I, I could live in Brampton, Toronto, you know, forever as long as, long as uh, I get the money, you know? And listeners, yes, Spitty will blow. Not if, he will blow because I, <laughs> he will blow. And I, I'm very confident how his style is that somebody's going to notice him in a year or two years, and then he'll remember me saying, somebody told me I was going to blow. But if Speedy continues, which he does, to work as hard as he is, oh, he'll go places. And I still, there's something in me that still thinks you're going to go places. I appreciate that, man. No, for real. Like, if you're right, man, I'll definitely remember. Don't worry about that, bro. You're the <laughs> one for sure. Now, and like, sorry, you can continue. No, I was just going to say, man, like, you were saying, like, I've been consistent, too, but, like, I see you saying consistent, too, man. Like, even when the coronavirus, all these things happened, you switched over to the podcast, kept it moving, kept it pushing. So, like, I really respect the hustle, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And listeners, as as Spitty mentioned, too, I did interview him. I mentioned I interviewed him at the radio yep. station. So I'm slowly I've switched over to podcasts. I still do the radio station, but I'm focusing more on podcasting now to kind of build that brand and build other rappers, artists to get them out there. Now, Spitty, let's get your opinion on some of these hot topics. Um, you know, so I know with a lot, there's been a lot of rappers that have been dying. Mac Miller, we've had Juice World, Pop Smoke. What are your thoughts on all the rappers that access Tatashion? Oh my goodness, you know some of those names, but listeners know what I mean. XXS Yes, XXS. What are your thoughts on the rappers that we've lost over the past couple of years? Yeah, man, it's actually been real, real weird. Like, like I said, like, I've been a fan of hip-hop, like, since a young kid. And, like, obviously there was, like, a lot of known deaths back in the 90s. But um, in the 2000s and early 2010s, like, I felt like there wasn't really any big rappers that kind of passed away, especially not, like, when they were younger in their prime. Maybe when they were older, like, Nate Dogg passed away. But, like, not really anyone who was, like, in their prime or about to be in their prime and, and passed away like that. And then... Kind of with, I think, X or um, Lil Peep. I don't really listen to Lil Peep. I think he was kind of the first one. And then X and then Mac and then Nipsey and, like, Juice and, like, uh, Pop Smoke. And then even locally in Toronto, we've lost a lot, like, Houdini and Smoke Dog and things like that. So, like, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, it's, obviously, I'm sad anytime someone has their life cut short uh, for whatever reason. You know, I'd always hope that they didn't have to end up in that situation. I can't really um, speak on the situations themselves because that's more, like, their own personal matters. But, like... It, it's sad, man. And as a rapper, you kind of like, you kind of feel, you kind of empathize because you you understand, like, um, I, I mean, not even just as a rapper, but like as a fan of a lot of these artists, like you you you're almost like you you feel like you know them even if you haven't really known them. So like, for a lot of these fans, like it's like losing a friend. So it could hurt it could hurt a lot of people, and they're and uh, artists are are great inspirations for people. So so losing any inspiration is definitely a, a sad thing, man. And I hope like. 
whatever curse has been put on to that game is, is over now, hopefully. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Were you a fan of, of Excess Tatashian? Uh, what do you call it? Nipsey Hustle, Lil Peep. Were you big? Did you draw inspirations from any of those guys? Juice World, Pop Smoke. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, Nipsey for sure. I was, I was a huge fan of. I've been a huge fan since like the early 2010s. So that one definitely hurt. Um, and Mac Miller, I was a huge fan of since the early 2010s, since like his kids mixtape. So, so those were definitely very pivotal. And like, actually, both of those artists are artists that I like reference and like. Um, uh, look up to and I, and I definitely draw inspiration from in my music so like, you'll hear me reference Nifty Hustle a lot in different tracks and things like that because I've gained a lot of knowledge from these people and I want to pass it on and keep their message going um, and then some of these other artists like Juice and X you know they're kind of just coming up like I hadn't even really got a chance to fully delve into them and they already you know they already got their life cut short which is crazy like I feel like some of these guys just have like one two projects out and like already their time is over Pretty insane. Pop Smoke didn't even get to drop his debut, but I was I was listening to his mixtapes, Meet the New, Meet the New Two. Like, it's it's tough, man. It's definitely tough. Yeah, and Pop Smoke was really coming up, and his album debuted at number one. I think the post humanist albums. Postmont, I don't even know how to say that, but you know oh, what? Awesomeness yeah. albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was number one, the biggest yeah, number that's, one. That's album. awesome, yeah. Yeah, but you're right. Pop Smoke didn't really get and died at 20 years old in February, so he was just coming up. So that is sad. You're right. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy, bro. So like, hopefully, you know, like. Rappers take care of themselves. Hopefully, we don't end up in these situations. And, and whatever that curse is, man, it's gone. Like it's it's too much, and it's too much. Like so so quick, and it's such a short time. It's weird. Yeah. So let's talk about Megan the Stallion. She had admitted that she was injured in a shooting. I think the media twisted it and said she was arrested with Tory Lanes, but she actually was injured in a shooting and she tweeted saying that i was shot at i was injured well even she was shot at she was injured they took her to the hospital what are your thoughts on that and sometimes in the rap game should we stay away from certain and i'm not saying tori lanes is a bad influence on her they're friends but could somebody have been after her yeah man this is a weird situation because tori got arrested um, for gun possession, right? So I was trying to figure out, yes. like, was he was he trying to, like, was he with Megan and, and he was shooting back? Or, like, was he trying to protect her or something? Like, who came after who? I think we kind of need more details. But, like, I, I was actually seeing that because, like, on Instagram, everyone was sharing how, like, uh, Megan went live and it was her, Kylie, and Tori, and they were just chilling. And I was like, oh, man, my Branson man's out here living life in Hollywood. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple hours later, we get this crazy news. So, like, I'm trying to... I'm trying to just wait for the full story so I can really get the picture, you know. Tori, like I said, he's from Branson, so you know I always step for my dogs from, from the city, you know, gotta hold it down. Yeah. Um, and Megan, she's a fire artist, she's on the come up, like crazy big and like I'm glad she like made it out okay, you know, like like we're speaking on some rappers that have passed away. Similar thing happened to Nipsey Hustler and unfortunately he didn't he didn't make it through, so like it's great that uh 
great that Megan's still doing okay and that she's she's able to keep it moving. But yeah, I definitely win on this full story to see what's going on, man. It seems kind of crazy. Yeah. Do you think she should like? And we're not saying it's Tori, but do you think as a rapper you should avoid certain company? We're not saying Tori's a bad influence, but you never know. Maybe she's got some thinking to do that. I gotta stay away from some of these people and just focus on the music. I'm not saying she can't have fun and can't have friends, but if she's being shot at now, wouldn't that make you reassess that I gotta watch my company? Yeah, I think I think up until this point, she probably didn't really consider that. Like, I didn't even really consider that because, like, like I said, that video I saw it looked like they were just in a backyard, like a, a proper mansion, like there's a big pool and everything. So it seemed like it, it was it was a more affluent, probably a safer area, so to speak. But um, apparently not. So like, I think if it was me, if, if it was me, I would definitely reevaluate like the situations I put myself into. You know, like. Is the, is the fun of that one night worth your entire life? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's up to that's up to you to decide. Yeah. But for me, I would I would uh I would definitely like reconsider hanging out with whoever those people were that were involved in that. If it be Tory or some other party, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And final thing, I would like to get your opinion on on our hot topics now. DJ Khaled is releasing two singles this Friday with Drake. Now, he received a lot of backlash when he released his album last year. Drake was not even, no singles featured Drake. They were other artists, Cardi B, SZA, what do you call it? Nipsey Hussle, John Legend, Jeremiah, Meek Mill, all of them. But Drake was nowhere to be found. What are your thoughts now that DJ Khaled is saying, I'm releasing two singles and they're going to be with Drake, Grease, and Popstar? Man, I'm, I'm pretty hyped because Drake and, and Khaled have a, have a solid track record together, you know. I'm trying to think what their last, what their last song was. Was it, was it To The Max? It might have been To The Max. Yeah, to the max and for free. I think 2016 he worked with him a lot. And then 2000, he took a break from Drake for a while. I don't think there was no beef, but I just think Khaled took a break from Drake. I don't know what, there was really no backstory to why Drake was not featured on his last album and the album before. I think two albums he wasn't featured on. I think he had to the max on that other, yeah. on the other one. Yes. Um, yes, to the max. Sorry, you are right, to the max. But what are yeah. your thoughts now that DJ Khaled is making this bombshell, like, get ready for some big music with Drake? No, I'm hyped. I'm definitely hyped. Looking forward to those Drake singles this Friday. It's also been a minute since we've got, like, some proper, proper new Drake. So, you know, I'm waiting for some summertime hits from, from the man, Toronto King himself, Drizzy Drake. Mm-hmm. Drizzy, 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 Drake. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm. Let's see. I haven't heard it yet. Could do you think these could be number one club bangers or quarantine bangers? We should say. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, you know, Drake, Drake went number one off like Tootsie Slide, and I wasn't even like a top. Top Drake, top five Drake songs. You know, I think Drake can go number one off anything at this point, man. He's a legend, and like he basically runs the charts. So, mm. no telling what this man can do. I'm telling you know what? It's funny you brought up Drake. Now, would we say Young Miami from City Girls thinks Drake is the best rapper of all time? Do you agree or disagree? I, I 
mean, first I have to say that's a very like subjective question. Like, it, it would really depend on on the criteria you're trying to say. Like, is he the best rapper? Like, are we talking sales? Are we talking like critically or musically or like? I think she, you know? I think she met of all time. Young Miami from City Girls said Drake is the best rapper of all time. Just all time, everything, everything yeah. encompassed. Yeah. I mean, you could make that argument. I think at this point, you could definitely make that argument. And there's a lot of. I mean, Drake is probably the most popular and most known rapper to ever exist. So I think you can definitely make that argument. Me personally, I'm more. Um, into like the lyricism, the, the bars, and like the themes of albums and, and that. So like, even if you wanted to pick like a current artist, I would I would pick like Kendrick over Drake personally. But you could argue it either way. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we got we you cut it out a bit there. <laughs> Well, we got him back, listeners. We got him back. So you would definitely pick, what do you call it? You would definitely say yes to that, right? Wait, yes to what? Sorry. Uh, to Drake being, what do you call it, the great, greatest rapper? Oh, oh you, missed, <laughs> you missed my answer. Okay, no worries. Yeah, I, was saying, um, I was saying that, like, I could see why you would say Drake is the best. Like, obviously that argument is there. But me personally... I'm more focused and concerned about like all album themes and like lyricism and uh, overall like bars and structure and metaphors and all these types of things. So personally, like if you even wanted to pick like a, a current artist, I would pick, um, I would say like Kendrick is, is a better rapper than Drake. Yeah. But like you could argue it either way. So like I'm not, I'm not opposed to someone saying Drake. Okay, okay, all right, listeners, we cut out there, Mitt. He may have he said that, but I just wanted to be sure I caught on to all of that. Do you want to throw out your platforms again in case there are listeners that want to get a glimpse of you and they want to get a glimpse of these singles? Of course, man. So uh, my name's Fiddy again. I'm at Fiddy95, S-P-I-T-T-Y-9-5 on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, all that. Or on Spotify, Apple, you can just look up Fiddy and you'll find all my singles. A Better Place, Money Talk, like we mentioned, Lockdown. A lot more music is up on the catalog and a lot more is coming out this year and next. So, so stay tuned, man. And we're going to get ready for that album in 2021. It'll be a better year. A better year, and we'll definitely be in a better place, man. Yes, yes, and we'll reach out of this, okay? Yes, sir. All right, all right. It's so good to get to know you, Spitty, and you're debuting on this podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me, for real, bro. All right, all right. So for listeners that, again, want to listen to me, uh, for even past episodes, they can, or just want to get to know me, to uh, Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, period, L-A-C-R-O-X-I at Gmail, and Donovan LaCroxy on Instagram, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, um, L-A-C-R-O-X-I. You should be able to find me, light-skinned black boy, not the white boy, Donovan, the black boy, Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for another episode. Speedy, again, I want to thank you. Published July 14, 2020. Thank you so much, Speedy. All love, man. Appreciate it, bro.